0: WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazzradiowetf.org. My name is John Clark, and this is The Jazz Focus. Thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be listening to some music by two tenor saxophone players, mostly one and a little bit of the other, uh, who were active beginning in the early 1930s, and in the case of the first one, Bud Freeman in the late 1920s. Uh, The first tune we heard was You Took Advantage of Me, and this was done by the Bud Freeman Trio, uh, which recorded for Commodore Records. All of the Bud Freeman sides are for Commodore. That was done on January 17th of 1938 at the end of a session with... uh, uh, a band, actually, uh, the Eddie Condon, uh, Windy City uh, Chicagoans, uh, one of the first Commodore sessions. In fact, I think it was the first Commodore session. But you took advantage of me, as I said, was the Bud Freeman trio. Bud Freeman on tenor sax, Jess Stacy on piano, and George Wetling on drums. And that'll be basically the group for all of the Bud Freeman recordings. The second tune we heard was Eddie Miller, a great New Orleans tenor saxophone player, recording with four of the Bobcats, so-called. He was with Bob Crosby's band, and their small group out of the big band was called the Bobcats, a New Orleans-style uh, Dixieland ensemble. But this was the only session that just featured Eddie Miller with the rhythm section. October 14th of 1938, done in Chicago for Decca Records. And this was Eddie Miller on tenor sax, Bob Zerke on piano, Bob Haggard on bass, and Ray Baduc on drums. And the tune we heard was called Call Me a Taxi. There are only two tunes recorded on that date. We're going to hear the other one at the end of the program. So Bud Freeman, to talk a little bit about him, was born nineteen oh six in Chicago. He was a member of the Austin High Gang, so-called. so called, went to Austin High School or gravitated around people who did. And he took up the tenor sax Uh, early on in his life. uh, He learned to play by listening to records. Later on, he learned to read music well enough to play in a number of big bands. Uh, He recorded with some of the early Chicago uh, white groups, the Mackenzie Condon Chicagoans and so forth in the late 1920s. By 1928 or so, he had relocated to New York. He was playing with Ben Pollack's orchestra. Uh, In the 1930s, he played with a succession of big bands, Joe James band, Roger Wolfe Kahn, Uh, a little bit later, Benny Goodman, Tommy Dorsey, uh, and uh, some other ones as well, but uh, Ray uh, Ray Noble's band, of course, was another one that he did some fine solos with and recorded quite extensively, but he was known for playing in a Dixieland context, largely with the Eddie Condon units starting in the late 1930s, and uh, that's where we're going to be hearing these recordings done by trios. So, we're going to move on to uh, a whole set of the Bud Freeman trio. We're going to start with Three Little Words, the Harry Ruby tune that uh, was a Bud Freeman feature for the rest of his life. That was from December of 1938 for Commodore. All of these were done in New York, by the way. Then we're going to do here from the same session, in fact, the flip side of Three Little Words, Swingin' Without Mez, making reference to Mez Mesro the claret player, and possibly his product of choice, which was high grade marijuana, which was the reason. He uh, had inns with so many musicians in those days. Then we're going to follow it with a Rodgers and Hart tune, The Blue Room. Then a tune called Three's No Crowd, another blues. blues uh, Swing Without Mez was a blues and uh, Three's No Crowd was also a blues. That was from January 17th of 1938. All the other tunes were from December of 1938. Then we're going to finish up with Exactly Like You, the Jimmy McHugh tune. All these are jazz standards or blues-based numbers, whatever, and uh, Freeman really goes to town on these. Being the only horn, uh, he uh, got to stretch out considerably on these sides and just stay too got to have more solo space than usual and we get to appreciate just Stacy's uh, accompaniment style and some of the beautiful uh, background figures and chords that he devised behind soloists on these sessions especially. So that's our set coming up, the Bud Freeman Trio. Three little words, Swinging Without Mez, Blue Room, Three's No Crowd, and Exactly Like You. Thank you. the Bud Freeman Trio. That was music that wasn't heard terribly often, or that particular configuration of tenor, sax, piano, and drums during the swing era. And having one soloist featured, that was uh, a remarkable thing as well. And you know the thanks to Commodore Records and Milk Gabler, who uh, took chances in all kinds of directions in the late 30s uh, doing these Commodore sessions. So we started out with them there, or excuse me, three little words, followed by Swingin' Without Mez and Blue Room, all done on in December of 1938 for Commodore Records in New York City. Then we went to Three's No Crowd, that short blues performance, back to that first date, January 17th of 1938, and then finished up with a December performance of Exactly Like You, all done with Bud Freeman on tenor sax, Jess Stacy on piano, and George Wetling on drums. Some very good playing in there. As I said, Bud Freeman was laboring in the vineyards of the big bands at that point, he uh, formed his summa cum laude uh, band, which was an eight-piece traditional Dixieland what-have-you group that played in several of the clubs in Greenwich Village and also as part of the off-Broadway show Swingin' the Dream in 1939. We're going to be doing a podcast on that group coming up very shortly. So now we're going to go and hear pretty much the balance of the trio sides done by Bud Freeman and his trio. We're going to start with At Sundown, a great Walter Donaldson tune. This was done on April 13th of 1938, and all there were three trio sessions for Commodore and one duo uh, recording that was made in another session, I'll tell you about in a while. Following that, we're going to go to Keep Smiling at Trouble, a tune that uh, was a a hit for Al Jolson about ten years earlier same date then i got rhythm the george gershwin tune this is a very uptempo tune that features george wetling that goes back to the january 17th session then an interesting little tune called uh i don't believe it which was from april credited to bud freeman and milt gabler the producer it's really the only ballad performance in these uh trio sessions Uh, Freeman was known for more of his up-tempo compositions, things like the eel and the sailfish and so forth, but this one uh, really has a, a, a nice ballad melodic feel. I don't believe any words were ever put to it, but they certainly could have been. Then we're going to finish up that set or this set with my honey's lovin' arms, great standard from the 1920s, and that too was from the April 13th session. So that will be our Bud Freeman trio uh, valedictory here at sundown. Keep smiling at trouble. I got rhythm. I don't believe it. And my honey's lovin' arms. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the scene we're about to do in its original form was presented in 1904 by the Meadlux trolling players. Since then, it has been played in over a dozen cities in this country, including a command performance before the New York Hospital for the Ruptured and Insane. Lawrence Freeman, or <laughs> Bud, as he is better known, will play Malcolm, wealthy scion and washroom attendant at the Grand Central, and my dear, dear friend Minerva will play Lydia, first trumpet player in a Phil Spitalny unit. The scene is a New York apartment early summer. We find Malcolm downstage on a couch asleep. Lydia enters through one of the loose floorboards, trumpet in hand. She nudges him with her mute. Here they are. Listen. <laughs>
2: Darling, oh
3: Lord, I'm afraid I must have fallen asleep, dear darling Lydia. You do cook such frightfully heavy dinners,
2: dear boy, are you
3: gaseous? distended, my dearest, I do feel rather like a small paper bag filled with an unpleasant subway breath. What hour is it?
2: tenish sweet, how
3: ghastly it seems, almost fiveish. I must have been dozing for hours.
2: The slumber of a man with a full stomach, my pet, you uttered some dreadful things, darling.
3: How too awful in my sleep,
2: something simply frightful. You kept mumbling about shooting the liquor to somebody all the time.
3: Oh, vile.
2: You know, I think the dairy must be loading our milk. Yes? Yes? Who? Oh, it's the ex-lax people, dear. They want to know if we've been regular this week. They're taking a poll.
3: Tell them I haven't been able to go since the war scare.
2: All right. Hello? Yes? Yes, still sluggish. I wonder if you'd call in a week or so. Goodbye.
3: Sit over here, dearest. I feel lonely tonight, like the last dregs in a ginger ale bottle.
2: Oh, but the sofa's so smothering.
3: Don't quibble, Lydia. Let's be small children for a night and to hell with the universe.
2: Righto, let's bar for apples. Let's roll up the rug and dance. Oh, Malcolm, my pet. Remember the peanut dolls with strung?
3: I adore peanut dolls. You were young then, Lydia.
2: I was 38.
3: Then came our little cotton tail.
2: Fittings at Lane Brown's oh i was so frightened i felt very strange like a small cocoon in april
3: dearest lydia you were brave
2: duty malcolm duty a call to the colors woman's challenge to the rubber glove and faucet
3: you were overbearing darling harkness was proud stout lydia <laughs>
2: Listen, Malcolm. Our tune. Oh, it's coming from that nice little Panaccia's apartment downstairs.
3: It reminds me of so much, you Lydia. The first time we ever heard it played, remember? Rumpa tumpa tumpa
2: Folders, Fisher, darling. Hushed voices and heavy trays.
3: Wild music, young laughter, exciting minutes rushing, rushing by, waiting to get a stool at the Pennsylvania Drug Fountain. Ah, Lydia.
2: Nights at medics.
3: Window shopping, Lydia
2: oh sweet i do need a pickup kiss me malcolm
3: you're warm lydia like new made bread
2: oh i'm offending tonight it's so beastly hot do you mind awfully
3: sweet you really do say some really brutal things
2: oh dear i must practice now i have five shows tomorrow oh,
3: god you do carry on
2: beast
3: insufferable little spitcat. ah i'm going to the club lydia i can't stand this nagging one more night our tune, Lydia.
2: Dearest Kate, we do behave so freeish sometimes. Dance? Love too, sweet. Shall we peel the peach, or are you too tired?
3: Never too tired, my darling. Shag to the moon with me. Or as I later said to Benny, oh. No, that wasn't it at all. I'm so terribly mixed. So terribly mixed. Kiss me, Lydia.
2: I have eaten, dearest.
3: You dance beautifully, darling
2: malcolm pet are you biting your nails again
3: i have one left i always seem to be caught short when i need a midnight snack
2: dear one
3: adorable lydia you really have very tempting lips you know
2: Kakai used to say my lips reminded him of two thin strips of wet liver
3: let's drink to Cockeye. here's a toast lydia have a slug
2: and to love malcolm
3: i've counted the days lydia it's
2: the 28th to hell then my darling let's
3: Draw the blinds, Lydia. The dog's in bed.
2: Oh, my darling, hurry.
3: Lydia, my own. I've wanted to since that last drink.
2: Now, Malcolm, now.
1: <laughs> Mr. Freeman's clothes are by Barney's one flight above the United Cigar Store. Miss Pius Gown in the couch scene, Act One as an old group theatre hand-me-down. The selection I've got you what I want you and you can't get away hot dog played during the wake scene and the lowering of the coffin is purely coincidental. Mr Freeman and Miss Pius were loaned and appeared in this production through the courtesy of the Dies Committee. That is all.
0: I couldn't resist adding the last one in. That was a uh, a theatrical performance, if you will. Uh, Bud Freeman had some designs on being an actor, and indeed his brother, Arnie Freeman, was a fairly successful actor who appeared on Broadway and in television roles up through into the 1980s. Uh, But Bud Freeman had a kind of an affected English accent, and he did that uh, little performance of what they called Private Jives, a takeoff on the Noel Coward play. in uh, this little ensemble, we had Joe Bushkin on piano. The narrator uh, was Everett Sloan, and the female vocal was uh, Minerva Pius. It was actually Gertrude Lawrence, um, and you can recognize her voice from Warner Brothers cartoons and all kinds of things. Very funny performance, obviously not done commercially, although I think it was released commercially at some point, but at any rate, had to, had to include that. Before that, we had The Balance of the Bud Freeman Trio Sessions. We had At Sundown, followed by Keep Smiling at Trouble, uh, and then I got Rhythm. Actually, the first two tunes that I mentioned were from Commodore on... Um, April 13th of 1938. Then we went to I Got Rhythm, a very flashy, fast performance from January 17th. Had some wonderful George Wetling playing, but really some incredibly inventive Jess Stacy playing, especially the second solo chorus where he and uh, Wetling were essentially playing a duet um, and taking the, the great liberties with the form and the, and, the, and the rhythm of the tune, although it all came out even in the end. Then we heard that Bud Freeman original which was called uh, I Don't uh, Believe It, a very melodic, nice piece that I don't think was ever really recorded by anybody else, which is a shame. It's a very good piece of music. And then we finished up the musical portion of the show with My Honey's Love and Arms, a good up-tempo romp, again, with some fine George Wetling in there. So if you've enjoyed this program, Bud Freeman's trio, and we're going to hear a duo coming up, and some Eddie Miller. We've got one more Eddie Miller tune as well. You've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and we are here together on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Heard worldwide on jazzradio.wetf.org. So thank you again for joining us. We're going to do, as I said, the two tunes. We're going to hear the... Um, uh, 1920s standard she's funny that way or he's funny that way depending on who's singing it this is uh was called tenor saxophone solo accompanied by Jess stacy it was recorded on june 13th of 1939 for commodore it was actually a uh, uh, the fourth tune on a solo piano date by Jess stacy bud freeman came by and just added a tenor sax part into this but it has some beautiful Jess stacy ballad playing and then a lovely chorus in the middle by bud freeman then we're going to finish up with that other tune uh, by Eddie Miller, the uh, four of the Bobcats recordings. Eddie Miller on tenor sax, Bob Zerke on piano, Bob Haggard on bass, and Ray Baduc on drums. I Hear You Calling. And uh, that's a tune that uh, is a nice sort of up-tempo blues here i should mention that uh, both of those tunes that uh, we just heard i hear you calling well actually i hear you talking was an eddie miller and ray Baduc tune and call me a taxi in a good democratic fashion was attributed to the other two players bob haggart and bob zerkey So I hope you've enjoyed some good swing-era tenor sax playing here. Very similar in approach, if not in sound. Uh, But Bud Freeman and Eddie Miller uh, continued sort of interwining their careers. Uh, They both lived until 1991. Eddie Miller was slightly younger. He was born in 1911, but both had very long lives and very long careers. So once again, thank you very much, and tune in again next week.